Hello and welcome to a uh, solo goose talking jacks episode where I am joined by no one. Um, this is the first time I've ever done a solo podcast, um, so bear with me. It's going to be interesting. Um, I hope you enjoyed that uh, impromptu intro music that I promised you I did not intend to use. Um, I actually just forgot to get the intro music from Alex and what are you going to do? Uh, the, the best intro music I could come up with at the time, um, recording from my phone from YouTube. Um, don't sue me, Jerry Seinfeld, big fan. Um, but more pressing matters. We, uh, the independence, I should say, had a match this weekend, um, a match coming off pretty disappointing loss all things considered but uh the season continues and the season goes on um we were going against uh the tampa bay rowdies uh, a team that has all but been uh unbeatable this year um they, they have yet to lose um and, and they're they're a very solid squad at home um they're they're a club that just is hard to beat and really hard to get good results against. Um, and honestly, uh, going into this one, I wasn't very hopeful. Um, I mean, you you wonder after a, a 3-0 loss to your rival at home and then starting a, an, away, uh, an away streak here where we're going to play a couple away games on back-to-back, um, how the team's going to respond. Um, and this was the a really good squad too um so it it wasn't going to be easy um there's a couple things to keep in mind uh going into this match um that tampa did play wednesday night um and we didn't for the first time in a while um i think we i think you could kind of tell that the squad finally was able to rest and get some time off um which was probably the perfect time honestly because of the amount of games we had back to back to back uh, I, I think players look pretty rested, all things considered. Um, and I, I want to say, I, I was really curious, based on the way the game started, um, and our starting lineup too. I, I definitely don't want to kind of glaze over that because uh, we did see Anderson back in goal, which I wasn't necessarily surprised about. But um, we also uh, saw a little bit of a different midfield with Taku and Maria. Um, I was a little hesitant on that, honestly, um, mostly because Miguel didn't really impress me very much, being Maria, of course, um, in that first game. Um, but that was a tough first outing for him, um, first real full-length, uh, full 90-minute uh, session he's had probably in a long time, um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but they, they did pretty well together. Um, and then we did see another change as well, two more changes really, with uh, Mensale um, on the left wing or left midfielder really, and Odoro up top. Um, and I think Odoro, it was probably more about an injury, um, I wonder, or just rest for Nicky Jackson. Um, he wasn't on the injury report, interestingly enough. Um, but the only one that was was going to be uh, Kevon George, um, which probably is the reason why we did see Taku and Maria in the midfield together. Um, but based on that lineup, um, I really was 
I was curious to see how things were going to go. Um, and honestly, uh, just to give a little backstory for me, I uh, didn't watch this game live. In fact, I didn't watch it until almost 24 hours after the fact and somehow managed to pull off a uh, Chris Davis, which is made a lot easier when you, A, just don't get on Twitter. That that helped a lot. Um, and just turn off notifications. <laughs> that, that's another another thing that really helps out when you're uh, trying to pull a Chris Davis, which is watch a game after it's already streamed and not ruin it for yourself on social media, um, which I've tried to do before, and it's just, it never works. This is, this is the first time I've been successful in a long time. Um, and honestly, I was super nervous about this game. I, I don't know if it was because of me not looking at any spoilers and waiting a full, another 24 hours. Um, but really, I think, like like I talked about earlier, I think the the course of the season, it's still early, but really the way you respond to games that you go you lose 3-0 pretty handily is, is really what the, the squad is made of. You're going to see that pretty quickly. Um, and I think we started off really well, obviously. I mean, we did score... Um, we scored first. Um, per usual this year, we didn't lead, hold that lead very very long. But I think we, we saw a couple different types of um, changes, honestly. Um, Mensale got another start, which I want to say this is maybe his third of the season. He hasn't, hasn't been a, a mainstay uh, starting, to be honest with you. Um, and I think... As we've talked about before, I believe, I don't think he's really found his footing in what he does best um, for the club, um, just to be honest with you. I think he's he's got flashes, um, but like a lot of players, um, this is his fourth start, in fact, um, but like a lot of players on the squad, he just hasn't found exactly how he fits into Jeffrey's system. And be honest with you, I think he... I, I think this is his best overall game, but I think he did leave something to be um, desired on the offensive side of things. Um, I, I really think his pace and his um, his defensive ability to assist um, Gutman on the left side w- was paramount. I mean, really, I, I wonder if it was a tactic, because it looked like it was honestly a tactic of ours to to really have Mensale aid with Gutman on that left wing. Um, I, I wonder if it was more about, this is the part where I would ask Alex um, what he thought about the tactic, but I can't do that right now. So, uh, but, but I wonder if the idea of doing that was more Mensale doing that out of necessity because, or, or, or well, let me continue that thought, or was it um, a, a distinct game plan um, because really we saw a couple different things the Rowdies were doing with keeping their wingbacks wide. I mean, I don't know if it was just the camera angle or I don't even know if I really want to um, say it was their mistake or their fault, but there was a lot of times where there'd be a pass out wide or there'd be a pass, there'd be a progress down the field and the, the camera would swing and there'd be a Rowdies player basically by himself or with a lot of space on the wing um, that I was not expecting to be there just because there was they were they were really trying to get us they were not going through the middle very much at all um, you almost wonder if that's because they didn't have Jan Ekra 
Um, he was injured in this game. Um, I know this was kind of a weird game for them too because they um, they had a couple uh, they had some injuries. Um, I'm forgetting a lot of them off the top of my head, but they had some injuries, of course, Jan Ekra, um, and some players coming back from suspension and whatnot, and that short week too. So it was it was an interesting uh, uh, draw for them too. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly think the tactic for us, um, I, I really want to say this was the best coached match McGinnis has had because I, I really feel strongly that uh, the game plan really was to play a very deep 4-4-2. Have Mensale aid with Gutman or just follow the, the players a lot more, a lot better um, and try to limit their... Um, their effectiveness, effectiveness on the wings, and I think we did a pretty good job of that. Um, there, there definitely were some moments, of course, but the what kind of was a paramount of the first half and a little bit of the second half, but more for first half, I would say, was us just playing deep and then attacking quickly. Um, and Enzo obviously aided tremendously with that. Um, he was he was really a catalyst for that, I would say. It was interesting looking at the stats for him. I didn't, maybe I just didn't see it when I first watched the game. But his, his stats were not great for this game, which was kind of surprising for me, passing wise at least. Um, but I, I think he was really good in this game. And and leading up to that first goal, it, it kind of, I, I don't want to say it was a fluky goal, but um, I honestly did not think he was onside. Um, coming from that corner, um, that was kind of. It just didn't really seem to go anywhere, if I'm, if I'm recalling correctly. And then it just, um, T-Coat just kind of whipped it in like you do sometimes. Um, just crossed it back over to a threatening position. And I would, if I was a Rowdies fan, I'd probably say he was he was definitely offside. He was close. Uh, there's, there's no doubt about that. But um, it was the definition of a poacher goal, um, really, by Oduro. And really, I mean... With as good as a goalkeeper as um, uh, McCartney is, McCarty, um, for the Rowdies, um, and as good as he has been, um, the, you, you got to get a good shot up with that. Even if you are point blank range, he'll, he'll make those saves, as we kind of did see early on. Um, I want to say there was an opportunity with Mensale, who was, he was on a break. Um, it even right before, right after, around that time frame, I want to say, where he had a, a breakaway and. Um, I don't know if it was the best opportunity for him to take the shot. That's one thing I've kind of noticed with Mensale is he seems to lean towards taking the space that's given to him and take the shot rather than the pass necessarily. Um, but he took the shot, and it wasn't a bad one, but it was a good kick save, or shin save, I should say, um, by McCarty. Um, and unfortunately, I didn't quite see it in the game stream, but the, the replay showed that Enzo had a, a decent shot on goal, uh, or a there's an opportunity at goal, just went wide. Uh, but it was a good thought process. Um, still does honestly kind of look like Enzo is... Not that he's missing something in his game, but he just he he had a lot of threatening opportunities in this game. And I, I'll definitely say that he, he looked overall better, I think. He passed the eye test for me because he was getting into dangerous opportunities and he was he was really... I think it's interesting because you look at the amount of the sheer volume of opportunities we had 
and you really wonder, um, is this a, a good outcome or a bad outcome for us? And I would lean toward it's a good outcome in the sense that we had a lot of good opportunities, but of course there's the flip side of that. Um, and you can say that we squandered a lot of opportunities. Um, the, the, the rebuttal I'd have for that at least, um, with the, the breakaway chances we had, it kind of felt like we, we should have scored, and I thought we, we probably should have, honestly. We, we should have been a little more clinical um, and at least get shots on target. Um, the thing I would say against that is uh, this is a really good Rowdies defense. Um, they have played eight games, and they've had four clean sheets. And, and that's uh, at the time of the, the this match this weekend, it was uh, a league high, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so this is a good defense. I think really just to, to, to bring it back to um, what I was talking about with McGinnis coaching really well in this match, I, I want to say us attacking their center backs on the break and really just allowing them to have the ball but not really providing strong opportunities um, was, a, was, a, was another game plan, honestly. And I think it worked really well. I mean, we... we we saw that we were able to pressure them and um, at times when their center backs were kind of just passing it back and forth because nothing was going on, we were able to pressure them and, and put them in some weird situations. Now, before I get too far ahead of myself, there is obviously the uh, the goal that, um, that happened for the Rowdies um, six minutes roughly after we scored our goal um, where it was just, it, it, was a, it was a not great pass backwards and just kind of found our defense. I want to say it was an interception towards the top of the box. Fortunately, something we've seen a number of times um, this season, and our defense just wasn't set. I think I think nobody was set. Not that it's going to be easy to get set in those situations, but it was it was a, a situation where if you you give a, a squad that's this clinical and this uh, talented an opportunity like that, they're gonna take advantage of it um and i think that, that's one thing that was was really uh something to keep in mind with this game that i found interesting is that we, we didn't really give them many opportunities of course but that the their attackers um tampa bay is just a solid squad i mean really th- there wasn't really any tough parts there were there weren't there weren't exploitable parts of their um roster i would say but we i do want to say we did find um some opportunities of weakness to really just have them hold on to the ball and i want to say that um would have been the the game plan as opposed to other games just because they they're just coming off a midweek game um they're they're doing a little bit of rotation here and there and uh, once again i i I really think this is this was a game plan of, of McGinnis is to do that and hats off to him um, because even though we did I mean I want to say let me pull up the exact stat I know at halftime it was like 67% possession they had um, yeah 66 possession or percent of possession is what they had for the game um, they really just we just allowed them to control the ball and we were going to take our opportunities when we when we got them, um, and we did pretty well on that, all things considered. This was definitely a Noduro type of game that he was going to be 
um, really pivotal, and I think he was really excellent in this game, um, all things considered. Um, the only other main thing uh, that I did want to touch base on that that I think we did well in this game, and I think it may have even been a, another coaching point to, to keep in mind with this match, is that um, Tampa Bay is a really physical squad. They, they are not afraid to get physical, and we saw that pretty early with a number of things. I mean, we, we, we didn't back down either, and, and I think that's a major um, a thing to be happy about with our squad is that we – because you could, you could come into this game facing top one or two squad in the East and say, well, they're better than us, they're more physical, and just get really frustrated, especially going down – or not going down a goal, but letting up a goal like we did six minutes after we went up and just really just let things unravel. And we really didn't. Um, I think we we stuck to our game plan, which I, I think we maybe haven't done as well this season. Um, I think it was it was it was just a really good overall performance, all things considered. I think. I mean, there there isn't really a a grave pinpoint thing I can say. Ooh, we just did really bad in those stances. I mean, we did give them a good bit of opportunities. Um, I'd say, but really, I mean, their shots, I really wonder what they're, what, they did have a, a did number of total shots. I mean, they had 16 total shots compared to our 11, nine on, tar- on target, I should say, um, nine in the box, which actually kind of surprises me looking at that, to be honest with you. Um, but I think we did a pretty good overall job defending, um, all things considered. I mean, per usual, Hugh Roberts had a, a number of, um, aerial clearances. Um, I think Alex had a really good game in this, all things considered. He had that that one shot he had later in the match um, where he curled it. it. It was it was almost what it really reminded me of. This is going back a couple years, I think. But when, yeah, it must be a couple years. I think it was Enzo had a curling shot, almost the exact same plot of the part of the pitch. Um, well, if it was Enzo, he he did get it on his on target. It's just Matt Pickens made a ridiculous save. Um, that if it wasn't save of the week, it should have been save of the week because it was a, it's a really nice strike. Um, but he took the space that he had, and I, I think especially in the latter parts of this game, Alex was finding Alex and Joel were combining for really threatening positions. Um, and as I talked about a little bit, Maria looked a lot more comfortable, and he. It's interesting to see the space he was getting into and the the areas of the pitch he was getting into and being comfortable with and just attacking when we had the chances. Um, it definitely was looked like it was there were some opportunities where he was almost um, joining the the center backs on the back line too. So he we asked a lot of him in this game, um, but he I think this was a really good bounce back game for him. Um, where he there was more admirable um, and commendable points than negative points, I would say, um, at least from my perspective. Um, and really, just as the game went on, it was interesting. I, I think again, this is this is going to be kind of a funny episode because it's basically just my perspective. Um, there's not much uh, much of a filter. This is going to go through for for better or for worse. Um, but I, I think as the game progressed, 
it was interesting going into the second half I should say it was interesting to see it, it felt like our um, mentality changed um, whereas in the first half we were going to kind of absorb pressure let them kind of wear down in, in some ways because as I've said probably three times um, but a number of times that they, they had played the midweek game and the, you, you let a team kind of possess the ball and and wear themselves down and then you you take advantage of that in the second half we didn't do it as much as I really would have liked to, but I think we kind of changed our um, our attacking mentality or, or uh, quickness to get on the attack. I would say, or just maybe we did just a better made a better chance of or better job of finding that space. I think we did a pretty good job of that. Like I said, I think Alex was 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 a key point in the second half. I think um, I, I really think it's interesting looking back. Um, at the beginning of the season where where Alex was going to fit on this roster and the, the, the way that uh, McGinnis wanted to play. Honestly, I, I remember asking this to Alex at the, uh, the um, season ticket holder launch party. I, I was like, where do you see yourself on the pitch? And he, he, he answered... Um, this isn't a direct quote, but he really he just he didn't really care where he was going to be. He just wanted to be on the pitch and be attacking and be threatening. And I think he's he's done a really good job of that because we've asked him to do some different types of things this year and be different, be in different parts of the pitch. I would say, um, really, I think to answer your question, Jason, we can kind of lean into these now. Alex has really impressed me in this game and, and overall. Um, especially after the season he had last year. 